Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI Mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Hallelujah. Oh, somebody go ahead and put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Amen. Be seated in heavenly places. Hallelujah. Some are saying to the Lord arise on our praises. But when I hear your voice, I don't know whether your voice is nice for the praises. But God is not looking at your voice. Hallelujah. He is looking at your heart. Hallelujah. So whether you have a nice voice or not, it's not a problem. Amen. Yeah. You can sing in your own key and still you will give praise to God. Hallelujah. Well, it's a blessed morning. Amen. We thank God for the fair weather and brighter clouds that we are experiencing this morning. Amen. Fantastic. Turn your Bibles with me. It's time to give your tithe and it's time to give your offering and sow a precious seed. But be guided by the word of God. Amen. All right. Deuteronomy chapter 32. If you don't have the Old Testament, you are going to miss out. But let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 32. I think we are going to read from the New Living Translation, NLT. Is that okay? Okay. Deuteronomy chapter 32. Let's read from verse number 14. We're reading from verse number 14. All right. Sometimes the scriptures are so nice that you don't even know where to start from. Okay, let's start from verse number 13 so you enjoy it. Bible says Are you there? Deuteronomy chapter 32 I'm reading from verse number 13. The Bible says, "He led them right over the highlands and feast on the crops of the fields. He nourished them with honey from the rock and olive oil from the stony ground." Amen. Amen. So it's talking about how God had been good to his people, how he's blessed them and he's called them to ride on highlands. In every in every country there are lowlands and there are highlands. 
You know, <laughs> one day, Bishop sent a missionary to a country, and after many years, he went to visit the missionary. And when he went, he, I mean, he told her, what kind of place is this? There was not any nice place. Because the missionary was only in the low lands. So he thought that all the places were like, I mean, sharks and all that. But another time, a pastor invited him. And this time when he went, what he saw, he was so surprised. He saw the high lands, the skyscrapers, tall buildings. So he said, what? If I had not come again, I wouldn't have known that there was a place like this. May God take you to a high land. I said, may God take you to the good lands of the, of the country. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. Bible says that if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. They may say the economy is tight, is difficult, but there are people who are eating the good of the... They don't even feel the, uh, the, 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 the crisis that you are talking about. They don't feel the high prices of the fuel or the things. They don't even notice it. Are you here? Yeah. But the Bible says that if you are willing and obedient, then you shall eat the good of the land. May God bring you to eat the good of the land. Amen. And when God brings you to eat the good of the land, never forget how you got there. So this is what the Bible is saying. It said, he caused them to ride over the highlands and feast on the crops of the fields. He nourished them. Are you there? With honey from the rock and olive oil from the stony ground. Verse number 14. Can we read it together? Let's go. He fed them yogurts from the heads and milk from the flock together with the fat of lambs. He gave them choice rams from Bashan and goats together with the choices which you drank the finest wine made from the juice of grapes 15 but Israel soon became fat and unruly the people grew heavy, plump, and starved. Then they abandoned the God who had made them. They made light of the rock of their salvation. They stirred up his jealousy by worshiping foreign gods. They provoked his fairy with distasteful deeds. They offered sacrifices to demons which are not God. To gods they had not known before. To new gods only recently arrived. To gods their ancestors had never feared. You neglected the rock who had fathered you. You forgot the God who had given you birth. Mercy. Tell somebody, mercy. That is not honoring. Hallelujah. You see, this is a story that when you read, you notice that it is very sad to forget. Amen. 
Yeah. And often the only time, the only time people forget is when they have come into abundance. You will never know the true humility of a poor person. Some people is the lack and the need in their life that has made them humble. But they are not humble. Hello? Ask the person sitting by you, are you really godly and humble or because you don't have money? (laughs) Ask the person, when God blesses you in the day of prosperity, when God gives you the choicest ram and he feeds you with yogurts and choice grapes, from sheep and from goats and did you hear it and God makes you fat plump starved Mm? when you you have become a thick necked person see that your neck has become thick your wrist is bigger than your watch can go there you see that apart from the attraction, something has also developed over here. You have a second chin. The first one and the second chin. And your head has overlapped. It's, I mean, not the, not the hair, but the skin has become curly. The, the skin is like waves. You are nourished. The thickness of your cheeks Yeah, Bible says when they were fed and became fat and plump and starved, instead of turning to say, "Lord, thank you for bringing me this far," when they were eating things that their grandparents have not tasted before, when they were traveling first class, you used to spend twenty-four hours going to Houghton. You sit in a bus, uh, you sleep and wake up, you sleep and wake up, you sleep and wake up. More than four times before you get. 16 hours, 24 hours. Now you take a plane within two hours you have. You can go and come. You cannot forget your God. But Bible says that Israel soon became what? Fat. And, and unruly, uncontrollable. Israel soon became, he wouldn't be advised. He wouldn't take, he wouldn't be afraid of God. He wouldn't serve God. He became unruly. What is the meaning of unruly? Those who have been to school, what does it mean? Uncontrollable. Somebody who is, the, the, the uncontrollable person we see in the New Testament is the madman of Gadara. Said no one could control him. No not we change. Hallelujah. It's like now the word of God cannot control you. Your parent cannot talk to you. Your wife cannot advise you. Your husband cannot advise you. Even your boss, your employer, the one who has employed you, cannot even get your attention. The only time uh, you be, recently somebody called me. I don't even know her. But he said, Pastor, I've come to your church. Before, I said, okay, how can I help you? So, 
I, I, I beat my roommate and they are sacking me, so please uh, apologize for me. And I said, you beat your roommate. Why did you beat? Tell me the story so that have you repented? Are you sorry? And so please, you beg for me. We'll talk about <laughs> other things later. I don't know who gave my number to her. She's not telling me even what happened. So she spoke and spoke. She said, I'm about to have exams. The way they are sacking me, I don't know where to go and study and all that. So please, you beg my landlord for me so that I will be able to have a place to stay to write the exams. I said, but who did you beat? Then so my roommate, where is she? Then I said, okay, send me your roommate's number and send me your landlady's number or your landlord's number. Hey! So I spoke. I wanted to find out. Do you understand? Yeah. Some of you, you just want to use us as a rubber stamp. The only time you are ready to even listen to what the pastor has is when you are in trouble. It's when you are in trouble. When you are not in trouble, you don't even, you don't want to do what you are told to do. So I spoke to the, uh, the roommate. He said, Pastor, this is not the first time. This is not the first time. He's been beating us over here. I said, why does he say, I'm, and this one, he said, yesterday's one was too much. He said, she will go and drink and come and beat all of us when she drinks. is stronger than all of us. She will come and beat all of us. But yesterday, she beats me. She, I mean, it, it was frightening. We, we couldn't sleep in the room. So the landlady or the landlord came. And when the landlady came, she started swearing at her. And wanted to be the landlady also on top. So they waited until the morning. Then they said, no, you, you need to go. So this is the person that I have to apologize for. <laughs> so I told her, I told her that, is she sorry? Are you, have you forgiven her? So I said, I've forgiven her, but I can't stay with her. The roommate said, I've forgiven her. Please forgive her. I said, I've forgiven, but I can't stay with her. If she will stay here, then I will want to move away. But me, even now, it's not me. The, the owner of the property who she wanted to beat on top of the, the she, I wish I can tell you how the story ended. You, you, you like stories so hard. <laughs> you see, but he was unruly, uh-huh. disorderly, mm-hmm. disruptive, and not amenable. To discipline or control. You cannot be controlled. You cannot be spoken to. And sometimes it's just it's because God was too good to you. It's because God was too good to you. It's because you did not struggle to have help. It's because you got employment right after work. That's why you don't understand that it took the hand of God. Are you here? Yeah, you, right after, after school, you got job. So you don't even understand how God has helped you. Are you there? Yeah, and when you were not working, your parents were still sending you money. So you don't understand. 
that there are people from school going to school that they have not had any support anywhere. And these people rather are able to honor God. These people are rather able to. And the Bible said that they provoke God to jealousy and they serve other gods. God has given you a job and now you are doing incomodity. You are, you are sacrificing to ants. You say the ants are your ancestors. You are sacrificing different things to them. That's what he said. He stirred up his jealousy by worshiping foreign gods. Are you there? They provoke his fairy with distasteful deeds. Yeah. Now that you can afford, you can afford different things. Look at the life you are living. Look at the life you are living. A lady, look at the life you are living. With the money and the blessings that God has given you. Maybe God should just take all the blessings away. Then you notice that you begin to be sensible again. Because when you, you, have, you have money, you begin to think that you can do whatever you want to do. Are you here? But when you read Deuteronomy, Bible says, chapter 8, it says that, when thou art eighteen and thou art full, just like this people say, when you have eaten and thou art full, then thou will remember the Lord thy God, for it is He that giveth thee power to get what wealth, that He may establish His covenant with which He saw unto your fathers. I think it's eight eighteen. Deuteronomy eight eighteen. If it's not there, it's not my fault. Yeah, remember the Lord, thy God. He is the one who gives you the power to be successful in order to fulfill the covenant he confirmed to your ancestors with an oath. Hallelujah. Yeah, the one was in King James. Yeah, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee the power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he Swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. Amen. Amen. So one of the reasons why God prosper us, gives us breakthrough, give us blessings, is so that he will what? Establish his covenant. So that his church, so that evangelism will go on. So that church buildings, churches must meet in church building. Churches must not be in classrooms. We just need one government to come and say that we will not allow any church to meet in, in schools again. Then you will see the confusion. Churches must have their own property. Amen. Yeah, you need an ungodly man to come into power and say that no more meeting in a school. Yeah, which we have seen before. We have seen in different countries. Somebody rises up and says, no. Even if a church, you don't have the, the you don't have parking like a, a, a mall, you can't meet. You know, you don't know. Yeah. Different countries, different things. Hallelujah. So God is blessing us. Ask the person, are you the one God has fed you with your God? Are you the one he has made fat? <laughs> Tell the person, you need to remember God. Don't be unruly. Don't provoke God unto jealousy. 
remember to tithe. And remember to give your offering. And God will keep blessing you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so take your tithe, take your offering, take your seed, whatever you are giving, take it out. The church account will display on the screen. You can send it straight into the church account and you use, if you are paying your tithe, use your cell phone number and your first name as the reference. Some people will get in touch with you, send you the covenant blessing and your life will never be the same again. Amen. Okay, lift it and let's pray together. Those on Facebook give a better offering than you had imagined. Take your phone, take your iPad, whatever you are giving with, let's pray together. Take the cash also in the envelope and let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the opportunity we have to give. We give because we love you and we love you because you first loved us. Lord, we pray that your word will be fulfilled. How you said when we honor you, you open the windows of heaven and bless us that there shall not be room enough to contain it. Lord, you said when we give, you cause men to give back unto us, pressed down, shaking together, running over. We are the one you have fattened. You have the one you have starved. You are, we are the one you have made us plump. You have fed us with the choice grapes, the choicest wine and the fruit and the yogurts. And we hold in our hands our tithes, our offering, our seed to say thank you for prospering us. Thank you for the employment. Thank you for the favor. Thank you for good health. Thank you for longevity. Thank you for keeping us alive. We give you all the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Okay, God bless you. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. What a wonderful day. What a sunny day. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be in the presence of the Lord? Are you the light of the world? Hallelujah. You know, last week when Bishop was sowing seed of fruitfulness, he said there is another parable, and it is this, that a man went to sow good seed, not just seed, but good seed. Then he further went in Matthew 13, that an, an enemy, whilst men asleep, he also went to sow the test. Hallelujah. And I believe that as Bishop is preaching to us about fruitfulness, we are also going to be humbled, bearing fruit, and not becoming like Tess, who always stands still with pride. Hallelujah. Are you, are you receiving the seed that Bishop is preaching? Are you doing something about what he's saying? Are you becoming fruitful? Hallelujah. Yes, we need to be fruitful. And when you are fruitful, you'll be tired. Even when you come to church, you'll be tired. You wake up early, pray, or go and mobilize. Then you come to church in the morning, you are tired. Humility will come. Hallelujah. Put your hands together. Let's be humble and welcome one of the gifted pastors God has given to our life, Bishop Napoleon Essien. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, we bless you for this great opportunity we have to be in your presence. Thank you for the privilege of life. Thank you for the gifts 
of good health. And thank you for your grace and your mercies that has brought us to where we are. We lift our hands and we ask, oh God, that Lord, you grant us understanding spirit, understanding hearts. Change our life. Touch us. We are here to receive from your hand. May we not be the same because we came. Holy Spirit of God, have your way and let your will be done. We thank you and we bless you in Jesus' mighty name. And all shall shout and say, Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Amen. Please be seated in heavenly places. Turn your Bibles with me, if you will. If you have a Bible or you are waiting for the screen to bring the scripture. Okay, turn your Bibles with me to Luke chapter 13. Tell somebody, look at Luke. Okay, Luke chapter 13. Is it in your Bible? Let's read from verse number 6. Luke chapter 13, verse number 6 to 9. Are you there? If you are there, say amen. If you are not there, say, Pastor, wait for me. Okay, everybody is there. Okay, so let's read from Luke chapter 13, verse number 6 to 9. One, go. He spake also this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came and sowed fruit thereon, and found none. Then said he unto the dresser of the vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and find none. Cut it down. Why cumbereth it the ground? And he answering, said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also, till I shall dig about it and dung it, and if it bear fruit, well, and if not, then after that thou shalt cut it down. Amen. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his holy word. Hallelujah. Maybe we should take it also from the NLT so that those uh, who want the NLT, you also understand. Can we read it together from verse number six? One, go. Then Jesus told his story. A man planted a fig tree in his garden and came again and again to see if there was any fruit on it. But he was always disappointed. Finally, he said to the gardener, I have waited three years, and there hasn't been a single fig. Cut it down. It's just taking up space in the garden. The gardener answered, Sir, give it one more chance. Leave it another year. I will give it a special attention and plenty of fertilizer. If it gets fixed next year, fine. If not, then you can cut it down. Amen. Amen. Tell somebody, God is giving you special attention. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. 
Thank God for people who can intercede on behalf of people who have done wrong. Is it when you read the King James, you don't get the idea that the man was disappointed over and over and over. You can just have the idea that you need three good years before you will be fruitful. Hello? You know, in the King James, when you read it, it gives you the impression that, oh, me, I am just in church for one year, so I am not yet ready to bear fruit. But when you read the NLT, he said he came again and again and again. So it was the third year that I said, look, I'm, I'm tired of having fruitless tree, taking space. You get it? So the first six months, he did not see any fruit. He said, okay, a year, a year and a half, two years, two and a half years. Nothing was happening. Third year, three years down the line. He says, no, I did not plant a flower. If I just wanted a flower, it's different. But I planted a tree, a fig tree. You are there. I wanted some figs. That is why I planted this. And you are not giving me any of them. Then he told the gardener, he said, cut it down. And the gardener, who is the pastor in this parable, in this story, do you understand? The planter is the Lord Jesus himself. Hallelujah. Who has saved us. And planted has put us in a church. Planted us. Amen. Amen. When he saved us, he did not kill us and take us to heaven. He planted us in a church. That be in a church. This is my garden. This is my house. Be there. And he gave you a pastor. And after six months, you have no souls. After one year, there are no disciples that you have. You have no one and soul. After one and a half years, he's disappointed. But he said, let me allow her. Let me allow him. Two years down the line, there is nothing about you. You are like bottle. When they scratch you, nothing comes. Hey. <laughs> One day somebody said, when you are told that you are as broke as bottle, it's a serious condition. So as for bottle, when you rub it, you scratch it, nothing even show up. So you cannot be a tree that is planted with a, a gardener. And for three years, you have disappointed the Lord. And the Bible said he came. Let, let's read it. The gardener, no, before this, finally he said to his gardener, no, before this, the sex, I like the one that he said, it came again and again and again. Then Jesus told this story. A man planted a fig tree in his garden and came again and again. Can you see it? To see if there was any fruit on it, but he was always disappointed. So he was not disappointed once. You see, when you read the King James, it gives you the idea that he came after three years and there wasn't anything on it. But when you read this one, you have the idea that he came again and again. And Bible says he was always disappointed. Not even once did he have any benefits. Are you here? And the Bible said that the Lord, the master said that, you know, he's taking space. Let me cut, cut it down. 
cut it down so that even if we are going to pass there, we know that there is a place that we can pass. You are standing there, occupying space, but there's nothing to you. Then the gardener pleaded with the, uh, uh, the master. He said, give it one more chance. Tell somebody one more chance. One more chance. There's a song, one more chance, Jesus. Let me stand before you. One more chance. Are you there? And I will give it special attention and plenty of fertilizer. So um, I intend to give you special attention. Amen. <laughs> this year, I said, I intend to give you what? Special. So make sure that when you come to church, you don't rush back home right after uh, closing. Come on Tuesday. I'm giving you special attention. Come one-on-one. -on -one. If you don't have any group that you belong to, you don't have members, you've not born fruit after church, come. Uh, uh, our sister Kenai is there. Tell the person that I am the one that pastor wants to give special attention. This is my name. I don't have fruits. I don't want to be approached. I don't want to be cut down. Amen. Kenai, come. She is the one who is going to, I mean, help me to put the manure. Yeah, to give you the special attention. Mm -hmm. Wave your left hand. Yeah. She's already married. I mean, she's out of stock, so don't come to her because of that. Mm -hmm. Wave your hand again. Yeah. Okay. So after the service, see her. Let her have your name and your number. Amen. And special attention will be called prayers. We will pray. We will do different things so that you will be fruitful. Hallelujah. So for a short time, I'm sharing with you, I come seeking fruits. Tell somebody, I come seeking fruits. And you can see, Bible says that the master, the Lord, the one who planted, he came seeking fruits. Let's go to King James. The King James says it nicer. So you will get it there. He said, he spake also this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. And he came and sought fruit thereon. What did he do? He came. Do you understand? He came and did what? Yeah, so he came seeking for fruits. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. It is very disappointing. And it is not proper for a tree not to bear fruits. Are you there? Yeah. Nobody, you know, if you want to see a business that is going to do well, you look at the bankers. Not that bank, but I say look at the banks, the, the businesses that they invest in. Hello? Hi. Yeah. The bank people, they know what is money. And they don't invest in projects and in businesses that doesn't have the, the um, a margin of profit that they deserve. Do you understand? If your business is very risky and it's not profitable, they will never finance it. They will tell you to do feasibility study, write uh, projects, proposal, different things. But, but one of the of the people who always get finances from the bank is farmers. 
Hello? Are you here? Do you know that farmers get loans from the bank? Because everyone knows that once you plant, once you sow a seed, there must be a harvest. It will not fail. That is why bank, even with their knowledge about risk, okay, when, look, farmers who don't have money can say, oh, I'm going to the bank to borrow money to go and do farming. And the banks give them the money because they know that as for farming, do you understand? As for farming, and you can almost see it from Isaiah chapter 55, verse number 10. Look at what the Bible says in Isaiah 55, verse 10. Isaiah 55, verse 10. The Bible says, The rain, okay, for as the rain cometh down and snow from heaven and returneth not hither, but watereth the earth and maketh it bring forth and bad, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. It says, Look, if rain come and snow come from the heavens to the ground, are you getting it? What it does is that it causes things that are planted. So sometimes the bankers, when you say that you are going to do a farm, you are going to plant, and they know that you cannot be sure of whether there will be rain or not, they will do artificial rain for you, which is called irrigation. So that once you have planted, once you have seeded, they know that there will always be a harvest. That is why they are not worried to give you the loan. That is why, so you see, even bankers who don't back bad businesses, when it comes to farming, when it comes to planting, they are ready to give you because it is certain, it is not, it is not, uh, uh, what do you call, possible for you to sow seeds and the seeds will not grow. It is not possible for you to farm and you will not have a harvest. Are you there? So when God sow a seed, that's why he comes seeking for fruits. When there is a, a seed sown and there is no harvest, it defies logic. It is not understand. It's a mystery that God will plant a seed. God will plant a seed and there wouldn't be any harvest. No, it's a mystery. It is something that must not happen. Tell the person sitting by you, I understand this one. Hallelujah. Was your grandmother not a farmer? Or your grandfather, was he not a farmer? Yeah, even you, you have planted beans before and from school and it came up. So we know that as for planting, when you sow seed, they must always, do you understand? One of the things, you can go to any, uh, what do you call, nursery and buy uh, a strawberry seeds and plant oh, within a month or two, uh, less than a month, you will see that it will grow and you have the fruit. Or you don't know. Oh, strawberry, they come very fast. They come if you have, you always have something to eat. So if you plant a strawberry in one year, even within a month, you should have something. Is it a month or two? How long? But it takes very short. You see them little like that, then the fruit are coming. Are you there? Yeah. So Jesus, 
has planted us. That's what he said. He told us, he, said, he comes. God has planted us as, as trees, as plants. And he comes seeking fruit. Hallelujah. So the first thing is that he comes seeking fruit from the earth. Amen. Amen. Yeah. He comes seeking fruit from the earth. The egg that is receiving rain, receiving blessings, and never bringing fruit. There's no green coming. It is a barren ground. There's something wrong with it. And it is near. You know, the reaction to somebody who has been receiving seeds, who has been receiving inputs, and doesn't bring anything, the, the approach or the, 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 the response to such a thing is not nice. And it's even worse when you have received seeds and you bring adverse, negative things. Are you there? Yeah, for instance, you can be a plant. If you are not even honoring your father, if you are not even honoring your mother, it will not be taken seriously. I mean, likely. But if on top of not honoring, now you are insulting. Do you understand? Not honoring alone, it's, it's, it's a serious issue that we need to contend with. So to go further and to criticize or to insult your mother or to do something negative again will attract a, a response that is not nice. Hallelujah. So the first thing that God is looking for is that we are planted as as trees and as plants, and God wants to see our fruits. Can I hear a lot of amen? amen? I said God wants to see our fruits in the name of Jesus. Amen. We cannot bring negative fruits. We cannot bring negative results. We need to bring good fruits. Amen. amen. He comes seeking fruits from the earth. When you read Hebrews chapter 6, verse number 7, Eight and nine. Look at it. Look at what the Bible says. The Bible says, For the earth or the ground, okay, which drinketh in the rain. He drinketh in. You are drinking in the rain that cometh oft upon it and bringeth forth herbs, meat for them by whom it is dressed. Receive it, blessing from God. Hallelujah. But that which beareth tongues and bears is rejected is and is now unto cursing. Are you there? Whose end is to be burned, but beloved, we are persuaded better things of you. And things that accompany salvation, though we thus speak. Hallelujah. It says, the ground, the earth. And you are the ground. Do you know that you are the ground? You are the earth. You are made. Your mother has put a lot of investment. They've taken you to school. They have done so many things. You have taken, you've drank in the breast milk. You've drank in the money. You are like a expenditure item. You are, I'm telling you, when your mother sees you, you know, you know it's expenses. <laughs> if it's not shoe, then it is a wig. If it is not this, it's a school fees. If it is not, you are drinking in 
And what fruit have you brought? Think about it. And God has also saved you. Jesus came to die to save me and you. Are you there? And we are his, his produce. You have been saved. You are speaking in tongues. He's filled you with the Holy Ghost. Speaking in tongues. He's giving you pastors, shepherds, teachers, training you. And nothing is coming out of you. Bible says, that earth. Can we see how the NLT says it? The earth that drinketh in the rain that come often upon it. When it bring forth, it will be blessed. When the ground soaks up the falling rain and bears a good crop for the farmer, it has God's blessing. Hallelujah. It's talking about if you soak in the preaching, all the teaching, and you bring forth good crops for the farmer, it has God's blessing. Continue. But if a field bears tongues, and tessels, it is useless. The farmer will soon condemn that field and burn it. Tell somebody, I come seeking fruit. Jesus comes seeking fruit. When were you saved? Ask the person, when did Jesus save you? When did you get born again? What are the what what are the rain that has fallen on you? Look at the messages that you have listened to. Look at the messages that you have. Hello. Look at the number of preachings that you have heard. What is the fruit that has come out of you? Solid. I want to see your fruits. You cannot be taking pictures from the church. I want to see you taking pictures with your fruits. Today, don't take a picture. I want you to, when you are taking a picture, get a, you are looking nice, so I don't know how you can uh, avoid this temptation of not taking a picture. But I want you to take a picture with your fruits. How nice will it be? How many want to see her taking pictures with her fruits? I'm tired of seeing only you in a picture. I need to see 12 of your members, people that you have brought. Do you understand? Every Sunday, these are the people. Then take a picture with your members. Dineho, I want to see your fruits. You, we came all the way from Kailicha here. Where are your fruits? How long have you been here? You know all my preaching. You know all the stories. All the stories. Chris. You brought a car. Okay, you have some fruit. He's born fruit. He has a big car with a lot of people coming with him. Yeah, he has a... You can put your hands together for him. Where is your bus? We always say one member, one bus. But it has always been one member, one member. Tell somebody he comes seeking fruits. Tell the person that do you even have branches? How can you be there? There is nobody connected to you. Hey! Hey! You are like a king. 
like a king, straight like that. No branch, no leaf, nothing. You are like this. No, 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 no. Jesus comes seeking fruits. Hallelujah. Eddie, where are your fruits? Alicia, I'm looking at you. <laughs> where are your, you can't bring only your children as your fruits. We meet some people that you had not known them. I'm very serious. Where I'm going to one, I'm going to do. You come to church. One day you come to church, you see your name over here. And uh, I'm telling you, I'm going to do fruitless trees and fruitful trees. Hmm. I'm serious. I'm very serious. I'm serious. Hmm? You see people who came. Uh, uh, uh. Samantha, since when have you been around? How long have you been around? 11 months, please. 11 months. How many souls do you have? Seven, please. Put your hands together for her. Come, come, come. Come. 11 months. Not even a year, 11 months. She has seven. When she has a basenta, when you had your basenta, do you have a basenta? Yes, please, Bishop. Do you have a basenta? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Do you have a basenta? Yes. You say, how long have you been around? Eleven months, please. Eleven months, and you have a basenta. Yes, please. Where do you have your basenta? At EWR uh, uh, residence, please. Residence. Yes, please. So the last time when you met, how many people were there? I think it was eight or I can't remember properly. Eight? I thought you put your, you don't have fruit and you not put your hands together for the one with fruit. And if you are experienced, you notice that for eight people to be sitting down, it means you have more than eight. Do you have more than eight people? No, please. You don't. It's the eight people. Yes, please. Yeah, it's to her. Those who come are her members. Eight people, eleven months. I need somebody who has been here for eleven years. <laughs> Can I call you? Should I call you? <laughs> you are praying against me sitting on your seat. I say you are praying against me sitting. She has had only 11 months of my preaching. How many camps have you come to? One camp. Only one camp. What was the uh, theme of the camp? The mighty foundation. The mighty foundation. Now, that's the recent camp. The mighty foundation. She has only one camp in her records, but has eight members. You have had all the camps. All the camps. Hmm? You have camps, you have the t shirt, even camps, camps with Bishop Clufio, you were there. I said, I come seeking fruit. I'm looking for fruit. I'm looking for fruit. You see, fine protocol will not allow me to call some people. 
Because I want to bring some people here, even pastors and leaders. Bring, we compare you to uh, the one who has been here for 11, 11 months and the fruits. Maybe these are the ones you should let them sit in front according to your fruits. But she's sitting among them as, as nobody. Meanwhile, she's fruitful. Just 11 months she has. And people with beard. People they have grown up, the hair even cannot come again. I come seeking fruit. How many think that God will bless her? Yeah, 11 months. Eight people, at least eight people are going to heaven because of her. How many of your members came to church today? Four, please. Four of them are in church. Eight came for the Basenta. When was your Basenta meeting? At Thursday, please. Thursday, eight people came. What were you preaching? Uh, how to pray. How to pray? Can you see it? Can you hear it? I come seeking fruit. Thursday, you were stretching on your bed. You were doing like this. You were stretching. You, you, you are even in the church older than her. The years that you have been in church is older than her. Not like it's older. You are older in church more than her. When you came to church, she wasn't born. Where is your fruits? Put your hand. May the Lord bless you. Father, anoint your daughter. Make her more. He said, the, the, the ground, put my scripture down there. The ground that receives rain and bring it forth good crops to the farmer. I'm the farmer. Would the farmer, he said, he will receive a blessing from God. Am, am I, if, 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 if I, I don't want to say it. Yeah. Yeah. And bears good fruits. For the farmer, it has God's blessing. May this scripture be fulfilled in your life. May God's blessing come over your life. Every good thing you have imagined, let it come over you. In the name of Jesus. Stretch your hand towards her and say that. Let this scripture be fulfilled in her life. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Put your hands together for her. Can I call you also? If I call you, you can easily be angry with me. But I promise you, I won't call you today. Another time I will call you. Number two. I come seeking food from men we fought for. God comes seeking food from people he has fought for. Has God not fought for you? Has God not fought for you? Yeah. You see, and not only God is looking for fruit, even human beings. Your mother, do you think that your mother is expecting that after he spent all the money on you to educate you and to bring you up and to make you who you are? Do you think that he's expecting that you become a drug addict? Do you think that he's expecting that you will go home with pregnancy without knowing who the father of the baby is? You are going to give birth to a degree? Do you think that your mother is sitting down there that he won't 
before she hears, you have HIV. Your status, you came to school. Proper, proper girl, you, she hears. Is that the fruit that your mother is asking for? Do you think that your mother is expecting that you hear that you, you have gone, you've gone bonkers? You are mad moving in the street of Cape Town. So as you move around smoking and moving from taverns and clubs, and do you think that that is the fruit your mother is expecting? Do you think that's the, the, a young girl like you? Is that the fruit your mother is expecting? The money she doesn't have, she's, she, she's giving it to you for you to be where you are. There's a lot of rooms in Limpopo, in, in, in uh, uh, Eastern Cape, Transkai, that you, you can sleep there free of charge, but it's rented. She's rented a small place for you here, more expensive than where she is. And instead of learning there, you are smoking. And you, small boy like you, going to take a, a girlfriend with your mother's money. And you are smoking something. Then when you smoke, your eyes are popping up. You don't know what to do to yourself. Do you think that your mother is expecting that they will hear that somebody has stabbed you in a tavern, in a club? Is that the fruit that is expecting? So why are you bringing forth that fruit? Can't, can't, can't your mother also have some nice fruits? That my daughter, my son, has become, is on the dean's list. He's got cum laude. He's got a sponsorship. He's got a He's done well. She's done well. You, you, she brought you here, a nice girl. You are going now. There's every tattoo on your body. You've pinned yourself. What has become of you? Maybe Cape Town is not good for you. You should have stayed in the village. So it's not only God who expects fruit. Everyone invests because there is, there is a returns. Accounting will tell you uh, uh, ROI, returns on investment. Yeah, returns on investment. Everybody wants returns. That is why people sacrifice to, I mean, give to things that they want returns from. Hello? Yeah, your mother, your father, whoever is sponsoring you has a, an aim. Expect some response. You cannot be in school for seven years, eight years, and after that, your mother will also have to uh, go and clean somewhere and be looking for money too. A young guy, 24, still your mother, old mother, getting to 70, is the one who is still looking for a job to feed you. Ah. People he has fought for. He has fought for you. God has fought battles. Are you there? Yeah. And the story of uh, Gideon is like that. How many know Gideon in the Bible? You know, God ruled through uh, the prophets. And after a time, the prophet, when they rejected Samuel, then judges they began to have kings and judges. So after Joshua, that is when we began to have the judges. Hello? Yeah. And one of the judges that they had, 
when God had been so angry with the people was Gideon. Gideon was also afraid, but how many have heard uh, 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 a man of valor? Yeah. So an angel appeared to Gideon and commissioned him, and he became a judge. And he delivered the whole Israelites from all the battles and the cases and the problems that they were having in. Gideon went to fight. He went, fought, put his life on the line to deliver the people of Israel. Do you know the investment, the returns that he had? The returns he had for saving the people in Sichem. Do you know what they did? They killed all his children, 70 of them, as a reward for helping them. When somebody has helped you, is that how to reward the person? Yeah. So his last born, he had 72 children. And one of his children called Abimelech, the mother was from Sichem, but other children, the mothers were from Israel. They were Israelites. So when they were in Sichem, so when they were growing and they saw that, okay, even the mother of uh, Abimelech was not proper, uh, it was a concubine, like a girlfriend. So when they saw that all these people, the 70 children are from proper marriage and they are going to be the heirs and they are going to be the next kings, he went and told that, me, I'm your blood. So these 70 people are going to rule over. Why don't we kill all of them? So one day, the city, the Sichem city came together with one of the sons of Gideon called Abimelech, killed his own half-brothers, 70 of them, so that he will become the king. So the city or the nation... The, the reward for somebody fighting and delivering them is to help to kill his 70 children. But the last younger one was called Jotan. He ran away. He was too young. So they, they, nobody even thought about him, but he escaped. So when he grew and he got to a point, then he rose up and said, is that the reward that Sichem has given to my father. My father risked his life to fight your battles and to deliver the whole of Sichem. And the reward that you have given my father is to kill his 70 children one day on one stone. Then he gave a proverb. He gave a proverb. He said there was a tree. Hmm? said there was a garden. Trees came together and said to the olive tree, will you be our king? And the olive tree said, how can I stop bearing oil for God and for man and become a king of ordinary people? I cannot be. Then another day when the trees went to a fig tree, he said, fig tree be our king. Then the fig tree, how can I stop bearing sweet fruits? Sweet fruit that people will enjoy to become a king of trees. 
I won't do it. Then they came to Grape. And Grape said, how can I stop bringing, I mean, grape juice and wine for people to enjoy and become a king? And they came to a, a, a bramble tree. You see, you see it. Bramble tree, a tawny tree. Then the tawny tree said that, okay. <laughs> okay. If you will make me your king and trust in me, then I will be your king. Do you understand? And if you don't do it, let fire come out of the bramble and devour the cedar of Lebanon. And if I also don't become your king, let fire come from you today. You know, people who are fruitless and aimless, they just want to lord over something. So, Jotam cursed. He said that the fire will come out of the bramble you have neglected. You see, the good people, the olives and the figs and the grapes are not interested in even lording over people. But the tawny people, you have chosen Abimelech. is like a bramble tree and fire. He said, the city of Sichem, fire will come out of uh, 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 Abimelech to devour and to burn you because you have paid evil for the good that somebody has done. So God comes seeking fruits from people he has fought for. Is he going to have a, a, an evil being paid for the good that he has done? Read it from Judges. Judges chapter 9 from verse number 15 to 21. Can we read it very fast? And we'll be out of here. And the bramble said unto the trees, If in truth ye anoint me king over you, then come and put your trust in my shadow. And if not, let fire. People say they will make you a king. But they say from the word, if you don't make me a king, then fire will come. Then fire. Then... If not, let fire come out of the bramble and devour the cedar of Lebanon. Now, therefore, if ye have done truly and sincerely, are you there? In that ye have made Abimelech king, and if ye have dealt well with Jerubal and his household, Jerubal is also the same as Gideon and his household, and have done unto him according to the deserving of his hand. For my father fought for you and adventured his life far and delivered you out of the hand of the Midian. And ye are risen up against my father's house this day and have slain his sons, three score and ten persons upon one stone and have made Abimelech the son of his May seven, king over the men of Sichem, because he is your brother. Are you there? If ye then have dealt truly and sincerely with Jerubel and with his household this day, then rejoice ye in Abimelech, and let him also rejoice in you. But if not, let fire come out of Abimelech and devour the men of Sichem and the house of Milo. And let fire come 
from the men of Sicham and from the house of Milo and devour Abimelech and Jotham ran away and fled and went to Bear or Beer and dwelt there for fear of Abimelech, his brother. Hallelujah. Yeah. But when you read the verse number uh, eight, go to the ending. When you are going to the ending, what the, 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 the case happened exactly. Go to the last verses of the chapter nine. Bible says that the people gathered themselves together and they said, that, no, 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 no. This person cannot be our king. And Abimelech said, how can you say I cannot be your king? So he gathered the people and he burned them alive. Yeah. When you pay evil with good, evil will never depart from your house. That's what the Bible says. He that rewarded evil with good, you are rewarding people with evil for the good that they have done for you. The Bible says evil will never depart from your house. Has somebody been good to you? Has God been good to you? If God has not saved us, will we be here? Even if you have come to join a church, has this church been bad to you? When you came, we were confused. Now you are stable. It is not time to, I mean, talk as though God has not used the church to help you. Hallelujah. You can only help, can only support. You cannot pay evil for the good that God has done for you. Hallelujah. Number three, I come seeking fruit from prosperous men. Has God prospered you? Ask the person, has God prospered you? When you read 1 Samuel 25, the story of David. You know, in those days, when you had a, a flock, you had people that would take them. And there was this man called Nabal. And the wife of Nabal was called Abigail. But they were opposite. Nabal was foolish. The name means foolish. And Abigail was a woman of understanding. And Nabal was very rich. Bible says he was rich in cattle, uh, in sheep, in camel, in, and in goats. Are you there? And his servants took his flock to the wilderness to keep them. And when they were in the wilderness, David and his men were there. But they became a fence to Nabal's uh, uh, servants and to the flock. They did not allow anyone to come near, defended them for a complete year. One whole year, because if you have a, a, a flock and you are in the wilderness, look, a man who is hungry can come and catch one. The one who is strong, do, do you understand? But David and his men defended, protected them, made sure that nobody stole from them. So David had that Nabah was sharing, was killing some of the sheep, so he sent his people to go. He came seeking fruit from prosperous people. Amen. Amen. That I have, I have been a watchman. 
I have been a security to your sheep and to your men that are serving you. For a year, I defended them. I did not allow. My, I had to let my people defend your people and make sure that nothing gets lost. So he sent 10 people to go. And when they went, Naba insulted them. Hey, he said, who is David? And who is the son of David that has sent people? How can I take my things? And the people returned and told David the things that Naba said. And David got very angry. He said, ah, I have been a watchman for nothing. I have kept this man's prosperity and goods for nothing. I was the one keeping all this. And I come in a good time. Just give something small. So David got angry. And he took 400 men to go. He said, today I'm going because, you see, he, he did not bear a good fruit because he came seeking fruits, but the reward was evil. He said, I'm going to pay him in his own coin. And he said, by tonight, none of the household of Nabal will be alive because I have looked after his property, after his uh, sheep, after his men. I have defended them, protected them, and he cannot even remember and give one kid. And rather, insulting me on top. Then, this is what I'm going to do to him. But as he was going, somebody had told the wife, Nabal, Nabal's wife, Abigail, that, hey, this is what our boss has done. The man was very good unto us. So Abigail, Bible says that when she heard it, quickly she organized bread and different things with wine and with the meat and the same people that, hey, if I don't go and meet this man today, we will die. That's how the Bible says she was a woman of good understanding. Hallelujah. And she went and met with David. David was coming with his 400 men with their sword coming to kill everyone. And David said, this night there will not remain even one person who pissed against the wall. I'm going to finish everybody. If you wouldn't even give me, don't insult me. Hello? After I have been a watchman, a security officer over your property, if you will not honor me, why insult me on top? Are you here? So I'm showing you how people who pay evil with good, they are treated. But it took a wise wife like Abigail to stop. If not, Nabal would have been killed with all the household. And you read it from uh, 1 Samuel chapter 25. Are you there? Verse number 1 to 9. We can read it quickly, then we'll be going. And Samuel died, and all the Israelites were gathered together and lamented him and buried him in his house at Ramah. And David rose and went down to the wilderness of Paran. And there was a man in Mahon whose possession were in camel. And the man was very great, and he had 3,000 sheep and 1,000 goats. And he was sharing his sheep in camel. Are you there? Now the name of the man was Nabal, and the name of his wife was Abigail. 
and she was a woman of good understanding and of, the, of a beautiful countenance. But the man was churlish and evil in his doing, and he was of the house of Caleb. And David heard in the wilderness that Nabal did share his sheep. And David sent out ten young men, and David said unto the young men, Get you up to Camel, and go to Nabal, and greet him in my name. And that shall ye say unto him, that live in prosperity. Peace be to both thee, and peace be to thine house, and peace be unto all that thou hast. And now I have heard that thou hast shares. Now thy shepherds, can you see? Thy shepherds, which were with us, we heard them not. Neither was there aught missing unto them. All the while that they were in Camel, ask the young men, and they will show thee. Wherefore, let the young men find favor in thine eyes, for we come in a good day. Give, I pray thee, whatsoever cometh unto thy hand, unto, the, unto thy servant, and to thy son David. And when David's young men came, they speak unto Nabah according to these words in the name of David, and ceased. Are you there? But Bible says, when you continue, Bible says, and Nabah got angry when he heard these things. Can you, can you continue? And Nabah answered David's servant and said, who is David? And who is the son of Jesse? There be many servants nowadays that break away every man from his master. Shall I then take my bread and my water and my flesh that I have killed for my shares and give it unto men? whom I know not whence they be. So David's young men returned their way and went again and came and told him all those sayings. Continue. And David said unto his men, Get thee on every man his sword. And they gathered on every man his sword. And David also gathered on his sword. And they went up after David about 400 men and 200 abode by the staff. Continue. But one of the young men told Abigail, Nabal's wife, saying, Behold, David sent messengers out of the wilderness to salute our master, and he read on them. But the men were very good unto us, and we were not hurt, neither missed we anything, as long as we were conversant with them when we were in the fields. Can you see? Continue. They were a war unto us, both by night and day. All the while, we were with them, keeping the sheep. So the people said, these guys have watched over us. They were like a war. Now therefore, no. And consider what that would do. For evil is determined against our master and against all his household. For he is such a son of Belial, that a man cannot speak to him. Are you there? Then Abigail made haste and took 200 loaves and two bottles of wine and five sheep ready dressed and five measures of patch gum and 100 clusters of raisin and 200 cakes of figs and laid them on axes. And she said unto her servant, go on before me. Behold, I come after you. But she told not the husband, Nabal. 
She will even not agree. Can we continue? Now David says, surely in vain I have kept all that this fellow has in the wilderness, so that nothing was missed of all that pertained unto him, and he has requested me evil for good. That's what I'm saying. When you pay evil for good, do you understand? I come seeking fruit on people that God has prospered. Like people that God has prospered that you cannot pay your tithe. Continue, the next verse. So and more also do God unto me. Okay, unto the enemies of David. If I live of all that pertained to him by the morning, by the morning light, any that peace set against the wall. He said, look, by the morning, anything that can weary will not be alive. <laughs> and when Abigail saw David, she hasted and lighted off the axe and fell before David on his face, on her face, sorry, and bowed herself to the ground and fell at his feet and said on, up, uh, upon me, my Lord, upon me, let this iniquity be and let thine handmaiden, I pray thee, speak in thy audience and hear the words of thy handmaiden. So Abigail, the final thing is that David did not go to kill all the people. The wife intervened and gave all the things he brought in. He said, blessed be the God who sent you and blessed be the advice. If you had not come, I, was, I will be a murderer. And one of the things Abigail said to David, he said, one day you become a king. If you go and kill these people, it will be a stain in your kingdom. He said, oh, this is the man who killed some people, so don't kill him. Maybe God will kill uh, the man for you. Don't, don't kill him. Hallelujah. Amen. But what lesson are we learning here? That when somebody has been good to you, don't pay the person with evil. I come seeking fruit in the day of prosperity. Has God prospered you? Then help the work of God. God has given us more than we can eat. Amen. Number four, I come seeking fruit from my son. This is the story of Jacob and Esau. God gave Jacob and Esau to Isaac. Isaac brought them up. And one day, he felt that he was old, about to die. So he told them that I don't know when I will die. So he spoke to Esau that go and make me venison, the stew. The chisenyama, he has a, some specific way that he liked it. So go and bring me some, and when I eat, I will bless you before I die. And the guy took his weapons, went to the bush to hunt. But the mother, Rebecca, heard when the father was speaking to Esau. And the Bible said, Rebecca, the wife, loved Jacob, but uh, Isaac loved Esau. So Rebecca told uh, Jacob, that you know what? This is what I've heard your father saying. So go into the flock and bring me two nice goats, and I will make savory meat, such as your father loves. And you will go and take it to your father, and your father will eat, so that he will bless you before he dies. And Jacob said, No, 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 mom. I, when I deceive my father, it will be a case. Look at it in Genesis chapter 27. 
Rebekah speak unto Jacob, her son, saying, Behold, I heard thy father speak unto Esau, my, thy brother, saying, Bring me venison and make me savory meat that I may eat and bless thee before the Lord, before my death. Now, therefore, my son, obey my voice according to that which I command thee. Go now to the flock and fetch me from thence two good cakes of the goats. I will make them savory meat for thy father. Are you there? Such as he loveth, and thou shalt bring it unto thy father, that he may eat, and that he may bless thee before his death. And Jacob said to Rebekah, his mother, Behold, my, behold, Esau, my brother, is hairy man, and I am smooth man. My father, per adventure, will fill me, and I shall seem to him as a deceiver. Can you see it? As a what? As a what? And it shall bring a curse upon me and not a blessing. And his mother said unto him, Upon me be thy curse, my son. Only obey my voice and go and fetch me them. So when somebody has been good to you and you deceive the person, a curse comes upon you. This was the last time we heard of Rebekah. The curse came. I don't know what the curse did to. When you read the Bible after this, the curse that was supposed to come over Jacob came over Rebekah. When somebody has been good to you, you cannot deceive the person. And Jacob knew that if somebody, you, can, you are deceiving your mother, your mother has not been to school, and you go to tell her that you need uh, books, three books, Joe, Gra, and Fee. <laughs> and each one of them is 500. The course you are doing, you need to buy Joe, Gra, and Fee. Because your mother has not been to school. You are deceiving your mother. Hmm? You are mentioning things that, courses that you don't do, books that don't exist. Hey! Money for atmosphere. Then you are mentioning things. You know that she doesn't even know what it is. Even if she recalls it, she can't repeat even what you have said. And the small money, they say, okay, go, I'm coming. Then she will go and open something and bring the money. Hey, what kind of person are you? What kind of person are you? Small money, sometimes your, man, your mother, the money is around the waist. So he doesn't want you to know that. Uh, so you go, I'll get, when you go there, open, then he will take it. And you are taking all the money. And you finish your exams, but you have called your mother that they say they will not allow you to do exam unless you pay 2000 Oh! What? You are a deceiver. Why are you deceiving? It, it, it brings cases. Somebody doesn't have money. The little that she has, that she's trying to make a good life for you, you are deceiving her on top. The church is quiet. 
Hey. The last one is I come seeking fruit for men I have created. God created man. Amen. Adam and Eve. And Adam and Eve brought forth Cain, the first one, and Abel. And God said, I need some offering from you. Cain, the big one, the big brother, he said, oh, who is God? He gathered vegetables. Vegetable offering. Cabbage. Spinach. I said, God, should you have some spinach? And some chilies. Rotten tomatoes for God. But the Abel, he said, God has not asked me for anything before I will make. And he took the firstlings. The firstlings of the animals that he had and sacrificed. And the one who gave an honorable offering, God accepted it. And Cain's offering was not accepted. And he became angry. That is why he killed his brother. When God comes, your creator comes looking for seed. I come seeking, seeking fruit from people he has created. Amen. Yeah. I come seeking fruit from who? You even, you, you. People you did not give birth to. You just help them to be born again. When is your birthday? They buy cake for you. Why don't you even let it be a sign to you that when is your mother's birthday? The one who gave birth to you. You should do something for. You did not give birth to these people that when is, you met them in school. Hmm? You met them in school. And you help them to be born again. They stop all their bad lives. And they are so grateful to you that when it's your birthday, they write something nice about you and buy a cake and cut with you. You, your mother, who did not meet you in school, she gave birth to you. When it's her birthday, you don't mind her. Are you a proper person? A boy, you are here. You give your girlfriend... 10,000, and when your mother asks you, say you don't have money, you wait. Not even like your wife, or the, your mother, you don't mind her, but a girlfriend, she will break your heart. You, you, I will be here. <laughs> I will pray for you. I, 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 I will be here to pray for you. You watch and see. You watch and see. You come and say. <laughs> <laughs> you, have you seen a man who is. A, a big guy who is <laughs> yeah I'll be here I'll pray for you I'll say father heal his heart heal him let the pain yeah I will be speaking but when you go I will say that is sweet serves you right I will be saying that in my head I don't think that when I was praying for you the last time I was saying that uh, no 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 I was not saying that I was not saying that. Hallelujah. The last one is I come seeking fruit from children I have nourished. Look at the prophecy that Isaiah gave. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 1 to 4. Quickly as we close. The vision of Isaiah the son of Amos which he saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem in the days of Uzziah, Jotam, Ahaz and Hezekiah, kings of Judah, hear, O heavens, 
and give ear, O earth, for the Lord has spoken. I have nourished and brought up children, and they have rebelled against me. So I have nourished them. I have made prosperous people, but they have rebelled against me. The ox knoweth his owner, and the ox his master's crib, but Israel doth not know. My people do not consider a sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, a seed of evildoers, children that are corruptors. They have forsaken the Lord. They have provoked the Holy One of Israel unto anger. They are gone away backward. Hallelujah. He said, look, I have nourished. Some of you must really be thankful to God. Hallelujah. The things that many people have gone through to be where they are, you've not experienced any of this. You've not experienced. There are families that if morning comes, they give you 10 rand, whether you will fry the money or you will eat the money raw, whatever, 10 rand a day. Your father, your mother, or give you 10 rand. I mean, you are even fortunate that there's 10 rand. You, I mean, you, you started, you started having adult problem when you were young. Do you understand? You, you started thinking like an adult when you were young. Because your problems were not adult uh, children's problems. Your problems were not, you were a child, but the problems you were having were adult problems. Because, and God comes in, knowledge you, take you, bring you up, and be, you become some. Are you now turning, rebelling against God? Tell somebody, he comes seeking fruits. Jesus wants fruit of souls. And you cannot bring any other thing apart from the souls. Hallelujah. How many think that you are going to be fruitful? Yeah. Has God been good to you? Oh, yes. has, he, has he nourished you? Oh, yes. Has he created you? Oh, yes. Has he been good to you? Oh, yes. Yeah, then the only thing that we need to do is to bring forth fruits worthy of whatever God has done for us. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless you. Amen. May you be fruitful. Amen. And may your fruit also bear fruits. Amen. Yeah. At the end of this series, we are going to reward the most fruitful person. The most fruitful center or by center or by center leader. Amen. Amen. Yeah, we are going to do that. Hallelujah. Yeah. You can also break um, Samantha's record that I'm just six months, but I have 15 members and 10 are in church. Hallelujah. How many are ready to bear fruit? How many think that it is not fair for all that God has done for us, for all that our parents, different people have contributed into your life? Are there people who have contributed into your life? Name them, your mother, your father, God himself, even your pastor, your auntie, your teacher. There are people, don't bring fruit that is not good. Don't speak against them. It will attract a, a, a response that is not good. Hallelujah. And as we bring forth good fruit, I see God blessing you. May the Lord bless you. May your fruit be good. And may you be fruitful. 
in all you do. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Stand to your feet. Father, we thank you and we bless you for this opportunity to hear your word. Oh, yes. I want you to speak, speak and pray to the Lord and say, Lord, make me fruitful. Make me fruitful. May I bear good fruits. As you come seeking fruits. As you come seeking fruits. May I be fruitful. May I bring forth fruit worthy of all the inputs in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you and we bless you. As we close, I want to pray with you. You are here. Somebody invited you or you came by yourself. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I don't want to go to hell. I have heard the word of God and I want to be fruitful. It begins by being born again. If that is what you are saying this afternoon, lift only your right hand high above your head and I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. Stand wherever you are. Lift only your right hand and I'll pray with you. Father, I thank you for every hand that is lifted. If you've lifted your hand, please move and come to me. You've lifted your hand. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. My sister, yes, from the wall. Yes, you lifted your hand. Come. God bless you. Quickly, quickly. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I'm waiting for you. Yes, my sister, come. Yes, my brother from the back, come. Come, come from the back, come from everywhere. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. Maybe you are not sure. Should I go? Should I not go? Come. It's important for you. Please, if you are in front of lift your hand with me. Lift your hand with me and let's pray together. Say after me, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. This afternoon, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. From today, I repent from all my sins. I am sorry for my mistakes. I am sorry for my sins. From now, Jesus, I believe in you. You are the son of God. You died for me and you rose again. Lord Jesus, I receive you into my heart as the Savior, the Lord, and the Master over my soul. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my life. Thank you, Lord, for dying for me. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we thank you for the life of your dear children. We commit them unto your hands. Let the grace of God that brings salvation be their portion. Bless them. Let them love you. Let them know you. Let them walk with you until the very end. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Okay. I want uh, our sister there, Havu, is going to uh, pray with you quickly and you come and join us. Okay. So she's holding that card there. Follow me. I want you to please follow her and your life will not be the same. She will give you also a gift. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. The rest of us, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this precious opportunity to be fruitful. Lord, 
as you come seeking fruits, may we have good fruits that you bless us as you come. For your word says, the one who brings forth good crops will receive a blessing from God. I pray, I pray that we will not bring forth any evil fruits. We will not speak against the good things that you have done. Oh yes, concerning our homes, our family, our parents. And to you, even the heavenly father, we pray that we will bring forth good fruits in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.